Now, guys, grab your Bibles, if you will, and open them to the 26th chapter of Matthew. Um, and I, and I want to read you a somewhat lengthy passage. It, it begins at verse 17. And, 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 I, and I'm going to explain for you in a minute why, um, why I chose to be more lengthy in the passage, okay? So you follow as I read, beginning at verse 17 of uh, Matthew chapter 26, uh, and we'll conclude at verse 29. Um, hear now that which is inerrant and infallible and inspired, the very mind of God. It reads like this. Now on the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus saying, where will you have us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, go into the city to to a certain man and say to him, The teacher says, my time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at table with the twelve, and as they were eating, he said, truly I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were very sorrowful and began to say to him one after another, is it I, Lord? He answered, He who has dipped his hand in the dish with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he had not been born. Judas, who would betray him, answered, Is it I, Rabbi? He said to him, You have said so. Now, as they were eating, Jesus took bread, and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. The grass withers and the flower fades, but not this. This endures forever. Guys, normally when I uh, am looking for a passage to use for the, the Lord's Supper, as you know, we do this once a month. Um, and when I turn to this passage, what I normally read is, um, is verses 26 through 29. Those are really the words of institution of the Lord's Supper. They're right there, you know, quick, four verses. But as I studied this passage again, I, you know, do you see what else is going on here? Do you see it? I mean, uh, first of all, this is a Passover meal. And at that meal, Jesus announces that somebody's going to betray him. This is a scene that is full. I I, I don't even want pathos, drama. I, I don't know what you want to call it. But folks, when you isolate those four verses from this, you miss out on some of the existential power of the moment. And not only that, ladies and gentlemen, do you, do you see that Jesus, on this occasion of a meal, 
he uses a meal, first of all, to say his goodbyes. But then he also uses a meal to craft this new thing. This. And put it in the place of Passover. (laughs) That's gang. That's huge. I mean, Passover? He is replacing Passover with this for a group of Jews who have been observing Passover for a couple of thousand years. And it's at this mealtime where he chooses to do that. <laughs> mealtime, you remember that, don't you? All of us used to have mealtime, you know, back in the day. We don't do that anymore. But we do do it around, um, around Christmas. Didn't y'all? We did. You know, you have this big meal. You know, um, <laughs> everybody works like dogs, you know, and then... Uh, you know, you work for three days to put together a meal, and then you eat it in 30 minutes, and everybody, you know, goes back to whatever, you know. But this, this meal, and, and, and do you know what takes place at the meal, guys? I mean, in our home it is. I'm sure it's no different from yours. It's a, it's a time where, where you do some relationship building, or maybe even some relationship repairing relationship fence bend, uh, mending you know normally however i mean god forbid that your christmas meal erupted into a big fight <laughs> that would be awful because that's not the purpose of the meal is it the purpose of the meal is to is to build relationships not break them I say all of that, ladies and gentlemen, because that's the purpose of this meal, is relationship building. Now, (laughs) certainly if there's sin that needs to be confessed, if there's some mending that needs to be done, it needs to be done. But primarily, this is a meal where the relationship that we have in place with Jesus Christ is supposed to be enhanced. How does that happen? Well, let me suggest one thing as to how it happens. What these two elements, by the way, which replace Passover, what these two elements are supposed to do is to remind you That it was not a body that saved you, it was a broken body. It was not blood that saved you, it was spilled blood. That God sent his son to die, not for a room full of choir boys, you know, the prim and the proper, no. He sent him to die for folks like us. Inconsistent, indifferent, rebellious, unappreciative at times. And when he sent him, the result of his coming 
was that his body got broken and his blood got shed. And as we think through that all over again, the value that we place on Christ and him crucified is supposed to go up. And thus, our souls expand. Our souls flourish. As we think about what this symbolizes. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I'm inviting you to the meal to do a little relationship building. As you, in a very tactile way, Take hold of a couple of elements that remind you this was done for me. Let's pray together. Lord, I, I pray that you will meet us around this table. Um, there is um, there is much to think about in the gospel, but at the center of it is a crucified Savior. And I pray that as we walk away from here today that the relationship that we already have might flourish, that it might grow, that it might be stimulated simply by remembering all that Jesus Christ suffered for me. Meet us here, Father, for Jesus' sake. We pray, of course, in his name. Amen.